Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, good morning. Keith McPherson on the fan. It's November 10th, Thursday. MLB Free Agency begins. But it's not the kind of race where everything happens really fast. It's not like the NBA. It's not like NFL where a bunch of guys are getting signed and moves are happening. You got to wait. And my approach is that I'm going to be patient. I know how long this is going to take. There isn't a lockout this year, right? There isn't anything else to talk about. There's the GM meetings and free agency and the winter meetings. And then before you know it, the holidays hit. Some moves might be stopped around that time, right? Some teams go dark. It gets quieter. And then you go into the new year. It's January. Next thing you know, it's February. Pitchers and catchers report. Some of the biggest free agents aren't signed. And that's a long time from now. So I was just saying to Marco, I'm like, are we about to spend every night on the fan until pitchers and catchers report, until spring training, talking about Aaron Judge and Jacob deGrom and some of these other free agents and where they're going to sign because it's going to take a while, and especially when you know the market is waiting on the big fish and the big chips to fall and the big teams to make their moves. And just so happens that the two New York teams with money to spend have two of their guys hitting free agency and Aaron Judge and Jacob deGrom that a lot of folks would love their services. There's only a few teams that can afford their services, though. So let's see what happens with it. We can't spend every single night talking about whether DeGrom wants to stay or go or speculating how much he's going to make or where he's going to be or who it's going to be. You just got to wait it out. I know that's what we're going to do anyway. You can't spend every night talking about does Aaron Judge really want to be a Yankee? Does he want to go home to his childhood team? Will the San Francisco Giants actually keep outbidding the Yankees? Will it be a back and forth? Will the Yankees just lock it down? I don't know. I don't know. I got to pull up the MLB free agent tracker and try and talk about some other guys. Trey Trey Turner, Wilson Contreras, I don't know, Carlos Rodon, Brandon Drury, any other guys, any other guys. Because we're going to spend so much time obsessing over DeGrom and Judge. What if they leave? Oh, no. 
Are you prepared for that? As a Mets fan, are you prepared for DeGrom to be in another uniform? Maybe he stays healthy in another uniform. As a Yankees fan, are you prepared for Judge to get out of here? Maybe he wants to get out of here. Maybe he thinks it's toxic here. Maybe he wants to go back to the west side. Who knows? But I know it's going to be a long off season, a long winter. The stove is already hot, but there's nothing cooking, folks. There's nothing cooking. Call me up at 877-337-6666 if you want to talk baseball. Now, if you want to talk football, we could do that too. The Jets are riding high. They've got two rookies again that are in the conversation for Rookie of the Week and really now Rookie of the Year because they've stacked a few Rookie of the Week. Sauce Gardner, he's legit. Obviously, Ahmad Sauce Gardner, worth the pick, worth the hype. He's coming to the league, and he's as advertised. Garrett Wilson is another guy, a playmaker. Shot out of a cannon anytime he gets the ball. Can make you miss in the open field. He's a guy that doesn't look like a rookie playing receiver. The Jets have some talent at the core of their team. Even Jermaine Johnson. It sucks Brees Hall got hurt, but they have some young guys and some veteran guys getting it done. Good bye week. A good time for them to rest. Coming off a big win against the Bills and then look forward to going to Foxborough rejuvenated and looking for a revenge for real this time. Last time they played the Patriots, they were looking for revenge from 2021. This time, They're looking for revenge from three weeks ago. I think the Jets can knock off the Patriots. It can get really interesting. Now, on the New York football Giants side, Tiki and Tierney will be hosting the tailgate at Reds by the stadium. That'll be cool. I don't think I'm heading out that way Sunday. Who knows? Maybe. But if you're a Giants fan and you're in the area, go check it out. That should be a good vibe. I mean, they're playing the Texans. They should beat the Texans. The Houston Texans are not trying to win games. The Houston Texans roll out Davis Mills, and they hired Lovey Smith so they could fire Lovey Smith and get McCown in there sooner rather than later. This is a game for the Giants coming off the bye week with Kenny Galladay back in the lineup with Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney, excuse me. I keep saying Xavier. People keep saying Xavier to me, and I know the name is pronounced Xavier. Without that guy, I think they'll be all right. It's obviously a loss, but the Giants are favored. Minus four and a half at home. Over under at 41. Can't have a letdown. Got to go out there and get it done. Saquon, Daniel Jones, the rest of these guys. We'll see what their receivers look like. We'll see if this Isaiah Hodgins kid out of the Buffalo Bills organization that they claimed. Isaiah Hodgins. I always want to call him Hodgkins. We'll see what he's got. If he's ready, I don't know. Kenny Galladay, you should expect to see sooner than him. And, you know, you already have their usual suspects at receiver. Darius Slayton, David David Sills, Marcus Johnson, Wandale Robinson, Ricky James. I don't think you'll see much of Ricky James. But got to be excited if you're a Giants fan. They're getting back on the field at 1 o'clock Sunday at MetLife Stadium. And they're on the road to try and make the playoffs and see if they can have a good second half like they had a good first half. Keith McPherson on the fan. We could talk baseball. We could talk football. We did the basketball talk. Once again, reminder that the Brooklyn Nets beat the Knicks for the eighth time in a row, 111-85 to at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. 877-337-6666. Let's keep it moving. We've got some folks on the line. Let's see. Yankees fans, of course. 
Tom is in Carteret. What's up, Tom? You're on the fit. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Great, man. Thanks for calling. Um, the thing about I don't know why everybody's so worried about the Yankees and Judge. They're gonna resign Judge. They're gonna they're gonna get some good pitchers. I don't know who. Like they're gonna get like they're gonna try to get Verlander and whatever. Um, I don't know what to, do. You think they're gonna try to get him? Or I'm good on Verlander to be honest. Never liked him, and I mean I'm glad he finally got the monkey off his back in the World Series. Uh, if they get him, he's going to cost a lot, man. And I just don't think they have the money right now for a Verlander. I understand going for it, but uh, Verlander's cooked. And watch, with the Yankees' luck, you get you get 40-year-old Verlander yeah, next year, and he's Yankees garbage. Up, if the Yankees end up getting him, everything's just going to fall apart again. You, you know it. You know it. You absolutely know it. So I, I'm really I'm really not on yeah. his trail. Carlos Rodon, also, maybe. Also, one thing about the Knicks game tonight, it was just a total like embarrassment. You know, like the first quarter was like, you know. It was over early. 30 points. Yeah, it was over in the first quarter. 38-22 in the first quarter. And I think everyone was surprised, right? Nets fans are like, yeah, all right, Jacques, here we go. This is the start of the Jacques Vaughn era the second time around. Let's see what these guys got. And, you know, we were giving the Knicks their respect. The Knicks have some wins to start this season. Nets fans were looking at right. the Knicks like, hey, maybe they come in and challenge. No, they were outplayed from the jump. Right. At least Randall gave him gave, gave it his all. You know, in the first quarter, he had a bunch of threes. Yeah, he was going for it, and he knows he's got to lead the way he's played in a lot of these over the, the the years, and he's the most experienced guy. He's the most veteran guy out there, but he can't do it on his own, and yeah, also, those guys I, I didn't like have it. Seeing, I like what we're seeing from Brunson. Of course, of course. He's going to be yeah. steady. Uh, CP, the franchise, called him Steady Eddie. He's going to be steady. He's yeah. going to be consistent, but uh, he was in over his head tonight. Yeah, just the whole team has to start picking up behind them. That's all. It takes time. They're a young team. This is uh, yep. third year under Tom Thibodeau. You know, I, I feel like he's gotten through. That You know, his system's working. The coaching is working. But sometimes you just get beat by a team that has more experience than you. It just looked like grown men versus boys out there. And the mm-hmm. Jacques Vaughn era for Nets fans started off pretty good. So here we go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Keith. You have a good night. You too. Thanks for the call, Tom. Justin Verlander. I, are, are Yankees fans still on this? We already did this. We missed out on Verlander all the times that we should have actually got Verlander. Wasn't there three other times that the Yankees should have signed Verlander? Now the fourth time you want to get Verlander? We should learn our lesson from Garrett Cole. There were there were two times that the Yankees could have got Garrett Cole. They drafted Garrett Cole. And then when they finally get their chance to get Garrett Cole, they have to pay him $324 million. Fast forward to where we are now with Garrett Cole. Yeah, he had a, a couple good outings in October against the Guardians. But all in all, is that a, a pitcher you want to be paying $36 million a year? No. For the next six years? No. Trying to win a World Series. And I think he can be a part of that for sure. But you need some money. You need some other funds. And with the way that the Yankees are being fiscally responsible and uh, afraid of the luxury tax, having that much money tied up into... Well, and and this is where they're heading. You know, they're going to have a ton of money. They're going to have over $100 million tied into uh, Cole, Judge, and Stanton. <laughs> Yo. Well, let's see what Stanton's got. And then, like, I hate to say it. I love Aaron Judge. He's the man. He had a great year. But that's over. He's got to do it again. And if they pay him and he never gets back to where he was, right, you know, an MVP season this year, and even 2017, him hitting 52, he should have won the MVP that year, won Rookie of the Year, but 
You know, imagine imagine they sign him and he never has a full healthy season where he's hitting. He's never going to hit 60 again. And I'm not just saying that to, you know, be one of these like broadcasters or radio hosts. Like, this guy will never do. Never say never. No, he'll, he'll never hit 60 again because he doesn't have to. And also, he's going to be pitched differently for the rest of his career. They're not going to give him that many pitches to hit. They're going to walk him. Forever now, he's the AL home run king. He's just going to carry that respect. So it's going to be hard for him to have another season where he hits 311 with 162 bombs and 131 RBI. If Judge can consistently give you 40 home runs, 40 to 50 home runs, over 100 RBI, and hit over 300, we'll take that. But do you really expect that to happen for the next eight years of the contract? I don't. I don't. There's a there's a line of of thought out there about the Yankees just kind of setting up a contract and setting up a line where they won't go any further than that. Years, money, it just wouldn't be smart, right? And I hear people calling up. I was listening to C-Mac earlier, and someone called up talking about $500 million. No baseball players are getting $500 million. They talked about Juan Soto potentially getting that in like two years when he's not under control anymore. $500 million for a baseball player? Half a billy? What? We're not there yet, folks. We'll get there in like five, six years maybe. We'll get close. But not even, right? We got to get to the 400 mark. Judge isn't touching 400. Nobody's touching 400 yet. I mean, we have we have the, the Trout contract, right? I think the Trout deal is at 400. But the rest of these guys are, is, is Trout at 400? $300 million baseball players. It's a lot of money to tie up into one guy. And even Trout, right? Trout couldn't stay healthy this year. Trout, another year, right? Trout and Otani, MVPs, they can't get it done. Yeah, if Trout's got the $426 million contract for 12 years, that's the only $400 million contract, right? I feel like I'm missing another one. I know Tatis didn't have that many years. Let's see, Fernando... Tatis Jr. contract. Him and Wander Franco. Tatis Jr. is at $340 million. Wander Franco, I think, is just below that. And I was shocked when the Rays did that. But smart on their part. Very smart on their part. I don't think it would be smart. 12 years, $223 million. They won with that. I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk further about this, Yankees fans. Let's imagine a future where... The Yankees aren't willing to go eight years or they aren't willing to go $40 million a year. What do you do next? Because there also is a reality coming our way that if the Yankees just wait on Judge and don't make other moves to shore up this team, you are running it back. I was just talking to Marco about this. If other guys come off the board, other free agents are signing elsewhere and other moves are being made and the Yankees' big fish and Biggest number one priority is judge, and they're waiting to sign judge, waiting to sign judge. Well, what about the other changes? They have to be doing both. They have to be negotiating and uh, working with judge's camp and trying to sign judge, but then also looking at the market, seeing who's out there, and trying to f- like fix his team. They got to find some other guys. I'm sorry. I don't care. Josh Donaldson can't be the third baseman. They can say that all they want, but I don't believe it. They say a lot of things that I don't believe. They say a lot of things that they don't believe. They have to lie. They can't default into, oh, we didn't sign Aaron Judge, so Oswaldo Cabrera is going to start opening day in right field. They can't default into, oh, well, we didn't re-sign Andrew Benintendi, and we let Benintendi sign with the Rangers, and we didn't have a backup plan, so Aaron Hicks is starting opening day in left field. Can't have it. Can't go down that way. But it could. 
they got to be playing checkers or chess, not checkers. And I feel like they're going to be playing checkers. They're they're going to be slowly making one one move in checkers, right? They're just trying to win the judge sweepstakes. Nah, there's other holes on this team. Rizzo, I think, is attached to judge. I think Rizzo is going to be checking and searching around, seeing what he's worth, what he can get, and uh, seeing what happens with judge. If judge signs early with the Yankees, he might be inclined to sign early with the Yankees, but... If Judge goes elsewhere or this thing drags out, he might have to make a decision. And I bet you he knows. I bet you him and Judge talk every other day. So I bet you he knows what Judge is going to do before we know as fans, as the public, as you know, people that cover the game. We're all waiting. We're all hanging on to every word coming out of these winter meetings. We're all hanging on to every word that Scott Boris is saying. Let me see. Do I have the Scott Boris stuff? Scott Boris cracks me up. Scott Boris said... Uh, <laughs> Scott Boris says Carlos Correa is the Dior of defense, the Louis V of leadership, and the Prada of the postseason. These guys are, you know, having little workshops, coming up with wordplay and alliteration. The Sultan of SWAT. Nah, <laughs> he had bars. He literally came out with bars for uh, Carlos Correa. Scott Boris on Brandon Nimmo's free agency. There are a lot of teams that are in the waters for a center fielder. Whoever, Pixar guy. <laughs> Why does it say that? <laughs> when I read that before, I didn't realize. Whoever, Pixar guy, will be the lucky one finding Nimmo. Like, he really had bars. And when you read it like this, like, I got to go find the clips. Like, what was he doing? Whoever, Pixar guy, will be the lucky one finding Nimmo. Like, he had a whole play on words for Brandon Nimmo's name. Reading these quotes over again, I'm like, I missed it when he when he said it. I didn't catch it like that. <laughs> Scott Boris was asked about Aaron Judge possibly signing early in free agency. I would not be the judge of that. Yeah, you don't represent Judge. Good. So we'd be screwed. <laughs> Scott Boris referred to the free agent class as a carnivore's market in which owners should have the appetite for filet mignon and wagyu rather than hamburger. He's cooking, folks. He's cooking. Like what? This is what we're subjected to as baseball fans. This is what we're hanging on to coming out of the GM meetings. Scott Boris is holding court and having his uh, yearly, you know, podium, you know, sound bites come out. What did he say about Taiwan Walkers? A new low high in Boris's wordplay. Word Essentially, Taiwan is on an island, he says about Taiwan Walker's skill set. And the question is, who's willing to Taipei? <laughs> Corny, but he's going to win. And these guys are all going to sign for top dollar. Rumor has it, Trey Turner wants to play in Philly, Mets fans. Oh, no. Mets should go get Trey Turner. Yankees should go get Trey Turner. He's a dog. (laughs) But he wants to play in Philly. Of course he does. He wants to go join his old teammate, Bryce Harper. Wants to help those guys get to the World Series. He knows what it takes. Aaron Judge won the Hank Aaron Award. Paul Goldschmidt as well. Those are basically the MVP awards. Like, Judge is going to be AL MVP. Paul Goldschmidt's going to be NL MVP. Aaron Judge, number 99. Out in Santa Monica. No, you're at Santa Cruz. Excuse me. Sorry, Chris. Chris is on the fan from California. Hey, Keith. How's it going? It's going, man. We're on the late night. I'm trying to switch up the conversation and talk baseball. And I know we're going to have this conversation every night for the next three months. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I was listening to, like, the Michael K show the other day, and he was 
brought up to Aaron uh, um, the, the clips about the 2004 ALCS, and it's like, and seeing like his response was just like mind blowing, and it shows. I, I just feel like he doesn't like. Yeah, they don't get it. And but like, you know what I feel like too? That's 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 embarrassing, bro. Like that's something that Aaron Boone and the Yankees should have kept internal. Like they shouldn't have let that get out. And since exactly. it got out, they should not have let that get out. And it's like, why would you show the darkest Yankees history to try to motivate your players when you're down 3-0? I get it, you're down 3-0, but you know, they should motivation like themselves, you know, it's like, hey, we're down 3-0, you know, let's try to, oh God, Garrett, I think it was, pitched in game three, yeah, we have Garrett Cole to, you know, give us a good, a good game, and, yeah. Thanks for the call, Chris, you were going in and out there, I'm not really sure, uh, but I'll take it from here, I mean, you know, Cashman spoke about the um, 2004 video, too. Let me see if I can find this quote. He said, uh, no, it didn't bother me because, first of all, outside of me, I'm not sure how many other people are here from how many other people are here from that 04 year. And I agree with you. It's a memory I don't want to have any memory of, Cashman said. But our mental skills coach, Chad Bowling, who's considered best in class on a day on a daily, weekly, month, monthly basis, he's pushing out things on his platform to our players about whether it's motivational or something to think about through the day or recognize or realize. This is all garbage, bro. Like, when I see him, like, why do you have to build up your motivation? And they said this guy also works with the Cowboys. I think I had already, like, we're already having these same conversations. I already told you guys that Chad Bowling works with the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm like, hmm, the parallels. Jerry Jones is getting cheaper and cheaper while his evaluation goes up to $7 The New York Yankees being fiscally responsible, trying to be cheap as their evaluation goes up to $6 billion. I told you that night that in 2014, the Yankees were valued at $2.5 billion, and now they've almost tripled that. But if they play cheap here, right, we've seen them skip on all of these free agents the past couple years. They, they, they might lowball judge again like they don't have the money. And Chad Bowling works with the Cowboys and the Yankees Go figure. Both teams are not the teams that a lot of their fan bases got into watching them. Like, championship teams. The 90s. The 90s was a hell of a run. 90s made a lot of people Cowboys fans. A lot of people Yankees fans. And now, in the 20s of the 2000s, you just got to realize that time was a long time ago. That's over. That's 30 years ago, bros. 25 years ago. 20 years ago. It's over for that. Times have changed. The organizations have changed. Their philosophy completely has changed. Their games are going to be played on the History Channel. They're they're cooked. So, I don't know. The 2004 stuff, to me, I think it's in the past, right? And and uh, Aaron Boone and Cashman could say whatever they want. It doesn't matter. Let's see. I can tell you, anybody on the 04 team that was offended, and me included, we should just focus on we were up 3-0 and we lost that series. Nothing is more offensive than that, right, Cashman said. So anybody who wants to complain about that, whatever, look inwards because we were all a part of something that we're not proud of back in 04. Okay. I wasn't a part of it. I was a young lad. I was in high school. 
thinking that the Red Sox would never win. How? They're cursed. Never win in a World Series. Yankees up 3-0. Going back to the World Series. And then they won a game. And then they won a game. And wait, they won another game. And game seven. And yeah, that that really changes the, the Red Sox fortunes. The Yankees collapsing right there. That changed the Red Sox fortunes. The Red Sox go on to win, what, three or four World Series after that? Never thought it would happen. But it started there. I was in shock. Right? I'm glad that sports fans don't talk so much about the Yankees when they talk about teams blowing 3-0 leads. That's why it's, it's, it's backwards for this mental health coach to say. And I understand that's like the only example they have in baseball, that this can be done. You can come back from down 3-0. But people forget about that. They always talk about the Indians blowing a lead or the Warriors blowing a lead or the Falcons blowing a lead. They don't talk about the Yankees blowing that 3-0 lead. Because it was a long time ago. That was a different time. Jeff is in Queens on the fan. Jeff, what you got? Hey, what's going on? Not too much, man. Even after tonight, I'm still a Knicks fan. Good, you should be. Still a Knicks fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting there for them. And uh, it, it's sometimes you learn more from your losses than you do from your wins, right? Absolutely. And I mean, think about that. Like you, know, you, you have a victory, and and uh, you don't learn any lessons. But when you lose, you're like, God damn! I should have shifted a little more. I I should have been a little more aggressive. So I'm okay with the loss against the Nets. <clears throat> you know, I expected them to beat them because all they had was uh, KD. But then think about what I just said. He's the second greatest player in the NBA behind LeBron James, and some people can argue that. Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA. Think about that. Back in the day, they used to say they're blinded by the pinstripes. Who was that? The Yankees, right? They're they're blinded because uh, Jordan is, is well. He's healthy. He's coming on the floor. So you already feel defeated. I feel like this is one of those games, like the announcer said, uh, uh, um, the announcer said after the game that uh, it was a snow day. I don't know if you heard that remark, but they said it was a snow day. So meaning only a couple of players showed up to work, you know, only a couple of people showed up to work. And that's exactly what happened. They were throwing two, three guys at KD and leaving man open. Yep. So that's how some of my man went 29, 12, and 12. I mean, think about that. Getting other players involved, his greatness. That's why I said you got to respect his greatness. He gets everybody involved. He makes players around him greater. He's smart. His basketball IQ is too high for you to send two guys at him and him to force a shot. He he loves when you send Julius Randle at him because that's barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken alert, barbecue chicken alert. Absolutely, <laughs> man. And so now the Knicks are going to sit back and and, and uh, their coach is going to be like, you know, what the hell happened here, guys? You can't be a fan. You can't be after the game asking for his autograph because I felt like that's kind of like what happened in a way. Yeah, and it's like, not all about KD either. You you can't underestimate a Seth Curry. You can't underestimate a Royce Harris. O'Neal, a, a Ben Simmons, a Joe Harris. Just right there, those guys have decades of experience that the Knicks don't have yet. 
But th- there was a lot of people that KD was throwing the ball to that you didn't expect, man. To yeah, Edmund score. Sumner, Cam Thomas. Like, yeah, there's Absolutely. some guys. Absolutely. I expected, I expected Cam Reddish to do something. I Terrible night for Cam Reddish. Toppin to be Obi Toppin. Now, no, they were out of that game. They, I think they were out of the game. They were defeated in the first quarter. Dude. I thought at halftime they'd have some juice. The largest in lead the was like 30. Quarter. Let me see if I can find the largest lead. And then they brought it to like 15, uh, almost 10. They were in awe of KD and his abilities. That's why they were throwing two, three guys at him. And they're leaving people open who are hungry too. Listen, when, when, when you got a dog in a corner, man, he's going to fight back. They had nothing to lose. That's how come they won. You know, the younger players, Sumter, all those guys, they had nothing to lose. The Knicks were like, oh, we got these guys. We're 5-5, five five, man. Yeah, I we're, think they got punched in the face. I think they underestimated them. Sim- similar to like you said, thanks for the call, Jeff. I think they came into the game thinking about Kyrie is not there. It's KD, right? We're playing a little bit better. We just put up 120 points against Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves. These guys are down, right? They fired their head coach last week. They just named this guy their head coach. He's an interim head coach, blah, 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 blah. Maybe the Knicks read too much internet, too many uh, articles, too many think pieces on Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, and then they forgot to come play. That's eight in a row. The Nets have beat the Knicks eight times in a row. The Nets run New York. Just make sure you say that. Make sure you say that. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. Let's talk baseball, folks. 877-337-6666. Right back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. On the fan, yeah, America. What's up? What's up? What are you guys doing? You guys are working right now. You guys are driving, going to sleep. I'm working. I'm not driving. I'm driving this bus, bus 66. Keith McPherson on the fan, 101.9 FM. Let's run through these NBA scores. That's what I was just doing during the break. I was looking for some information on who played, who's out. I think earlier I mentioned that the Nets are going on a West Coast trip. The Nets will be off tomorrow, and then they'll go play the Clippers, the Lakers, the Kings, the Trailblazers. And I think I accidentally said they should just beat the Kings, assuming that the Kings are the Kings. And the Kings are not just the Kings. They're pretty decent. They're winning games. And tonight they beat the Cavaliers despite Donovan Mitchell dropping 30. I'm telling you, the Knicks should have done everything to get Donovan Mitchell. He had 38 points. The Cavaliers are 8-2. and two. The Kings hand them their second loss, 127-120. to 120. In the Staples Center, I'm not sure what they call their battle. Our battle is the battle of the Burroughs, Knicks versus Nets. It's not really a rivalry, rivalry anymore. You guys know that the, the Nets have beat the Knicks eight times in a row. But in L.A., the Lakers are in trouble, man. They're 2-8. and eight. LeBron gets his 30 points, but Paul George gets his 2, 29 for PG. The Clippers beat the Lakers 114-101. In overtime, the Memphis Grizzlies at 8-4 advance. They beat the Spurs 124-122. Desmond Bain is a better player than he gets credit for. I feel like people should be talking about him just as much as some of these other guys that kind of, you know, play Batman to a Robin. You know, he kind of plays second fiddle to John Morant, but on any given night, he can be the guy. The Bucks, best record in basketball. They're 9-1. They beat OKC 136 to 132. And I think the Knicks have OKC coming up at some point soon. Yeah, Sunday. The Thunder come to the Garden to face the Knicks. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. The Suns beat the Timberwolves. And Devin Booker was out there scoring 32 points and talking, saying, We share the ball. We play team basketball. Timberwolves are struggling a little bit. With Rudy Gobert coming in, you heard about that big trade with Utah. Utah's doing well after that trade. And then you got Ant-Man and Carl Anthony Towns going at it over Popeyes and whatnot. The Suns beat the Timberwolves 129-117. The Pelicans beat the Bulls 115-111. to The Pelicans at 6-5, and they've got some talent. They're going to win some games. DeMar DeRozan went for 33. It wasn't enough for the Bulls. The Rockets lose, and they're going to keep losing. They're 2-10. and the Raptors beat them 116 to 109 behind 32 points from Fred Van Vliet. The Celtics keep rolling. They're 8 and 3. They beat the Pistons tonight 128 to 112. Jalen Brown led all scores with 30. The Utah Jazz, who I just mentioned, let's look at this box score. They beat the Hawks 125 to 119. Lori Markinen, Lori Markinen, if you don't know, he, he is a whole grown man. He shot 50% tonight. 75% from deep. He goes 9 of 18, 6 of 8 from behind the three-point line. 32 points to lead the way. Jordan Clarkson is going to do his thing. He had 23. 
And then off the bench, Malik Beasley had 18. Utah's got something going on out there. With Mike Conley and THT, they, they've got something going on out there. Sexton's out there, too. They, they've got something going on in Utah. The Nuggets beat the Pacers 122-119. The Trailblazers win again 105-95. They're 8-3. The Nuggets are 8-3. There's some good teams out west. You can tell it's already going to be a battle. There's some good teams out west. Another good team, the Mavericks. They're 6-4. They lose to the Magic. How do they beat the Nets twice, and then they go and lose to the Magic? Magic beat them 94-87. All right, let's go to the phones. Now we've got some folks calling about Judge, about DeGrom, about Billy Epler, and Brian Cashman. The GM meetings are going on. It is Thursday. Free agency begins later on tonight. But for now, we don't know anything. It's all speculation. And all talk. And that's what we do. We talk on the fan. Sports Talk Radio. We speculate. We talk. We take guesses. We try to guess what's going to happen and predict the future. None of us know. But it's good for conversation. It's entertaining. It's good for the show. Let's hit the phones. Let's go to Queens. Chris, what's up, man? You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Keith? How you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. Talking the sports. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually driving up from uh, Delaware Law School. I'm actually heading back home now because uh, I had class today. And I was talking about this with my contract professor. I personally, if I was the Yankees, I wouldn't necessarily give Judge if Judge was asking for something out of, you know, out of left field, so to speak. Like if Judge was asking for like a 10-year contract and like $450 million, I wouldn't break the bank for him. Solely for the fact is because I'm not trying to break the bank on one person. And I'm looking to make sure that my pitching stays up. And then my other positions are still are still there. That, you know, it's still a team sport. We still got to be able to make it not only to the playoffs, but to the World Series and actually win since we haven't been in the World Series in, what, 12, 13 years now? Yeah, they're in a drought, right? So the focus has to be about getting back. And I think they want Aaron Judge back. I think they want Aaron Judge to be a Yankee and a captain. But like you said, they can't just give him everything. And they can't play this game where they're in a bidding war with San Francisco, who said they're not going to be outbid. Okay, if you're not going to be outbid, that's fine. But the Yankees kind of have to have a ceiling. They kind of have to have some type of wall that they won't go over, right? Because they can't get to the point where they're paying Judge all this money. Like I said, they already have the Cole deal. They have the Stanton deal. And they have other places on this team that could use better players' money. And uh, with with Aaron Judge, I just think they're going to have a certain amount of years that they won't go past and a certain... A dollar amount that they won't go past, and if he doesn't want it, he doesn't want it. Then, you know, make other moves. And with respect to Judge, I mean, historic season, and and, and I'm not knocking him for it. I think he did a really good job the season, but you know, the season, as we all know, it's not just the regular season. And when you, for lack of a better term, flop in the postseason, and you're striking up a storm, striking yep. out a storm. Yep. Again, problematic. Did not have it in October, and a lot of us were hoping that he would. The whole, the whole regular season he was putting together, uh, like everyone was saying as he was putting this whole regular season together, none of this matters um, when we get to October. It's about what he does in October. He broke the record. Absolutely. That's great. But he, he did come up small in October. And I'll say this. He bet on himself, right? And that was a huge gamble. And right. his price went up. But now it's a gamble for the Yankees to pay him, right? It's We don't know exactly Absolutely. what we're going to get. It's a huge gamble to give him all that money and expect him to be the player that he was this past year. He's not going to be able to duplicate this season again. If you, if you give him $400 million and you guarantee 325 or whatever over however many years, 
and then the very next year, all of a sudden, oh, my elbow hurts. Then, you know what I mean? Then it becomes problematic because now you just wasted a bunch of money. I'm not saying that injuries aren't something that can happen. What I am saying is, is that it's still a gamble. You're hoping to get 30, 100, and, you know, 275 out of a player, and you call that decent. Yeah, I'll say this. They, they do owe Judge millions. Um, he's already earned it. So some of that money is going to be earned. Some of that money they're going to be expecting him to earn. It's a gamble, right? Look at DJ LeMayu. I was happy with DJ's right. contract. Six years, $90 million. I was happy with DJ's contract, $15 million a year when he first signed it. Now that he's missed the last two postseasons, it's like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, we pay you for that, what right? We, we pay you to have you ready at the end of the year. In the last two years, you haven't been available, so that contract already looks bad. Judge were to go essentially like the Jordan route, and what I mean by that is, is that retire. Jordan go play basketball for you. <laughs> no, not retire like three thirty million times. I mean like go the Jordan route, as in Jordan at one point or another was one of the lower paid players in basketball, but during that period of time, Jordan amassed ten scoring titles. During that period of time, he amassed no, judge. You know, four rings. And then Judge has been waiting for this. Judge has been waiting for free agency. He's been waiting for his big payday. He's been waiting for the Yankees to pay him what he's owed. He's he's worked for the Yankees for the low. He's been the face of the Yankees since 2016, 2017. They built the Judge's Chambers. Uh, they, they sell a ton of his jerseys. His face is on everything. All of these kids are Judge fans. He's been waiting for the money. that they, they, they make money hand over fist, right? He's making $17 million a year. What about the legacy of him as a baseball player and getting that chip? The thing that's eluded him for the entire time he's yeah, been Yeah, I don't think he's got a better shot of winning in San Francisco. I think that's a big part of it, right? You're you're already right. in Yankee history. You just put your name above Maris and Mantle and uh, you know all of these guys, right? All of these guys, uh, Babe Ruth, all, you know, all of these historic guys that we talk about. Like Judge just put his name above them, like in this modern day time. Like now we have in history right. a 2022 season that we're like, look at this. Don't go put on but another hat. If you stay here and, and, and you you're the captain and you win a World Series, you're immortalized forever. Wait, but you, and, and all those guys you mentioned, I'm a big Yankee fan, and those guys are immortalized in history. Fine. But guys that we talk about in more of the modern era, guys that I personally idolize are guys like Jeter. Jeter was a very decent um, shortstop, and he was well-liked across the board. He was a captain, but the most important thing is his He was a winner. He was clutch. He's champion. got five rings. I don't think Judge is going to catch him with five rings, but just get one. I will be happy if Aaron Judge gets one. If the Yankees win one World Series in the next 10 years, I'll be happy with that. I agree. But that's the thing. He needs to – that's what I mean by, like, following the Jordan route. You're, you're going to be that guy. You're going to be named that guy. Then that means that the organization is going to start pulling people towards you to build that team for you to win that chip or multiple chips. But sure. But stay here and, and, and work your legacy out here. Make sure that people come get attracted to you. Don't go running and pulling a LeBron and finding everybody else that you think might help you get to us. Nah, this is one move for Aaron Judge. Thanks for the call, Chris. This is one move for Judge. This is one move for Aaron Judge's entire career. This last season was for the rest of his career, his legacy. He bet on himself. I was reading an article where he was t- he was saying something along the lines of uh, second-guessing it, right? Turning that contract down and... Um, 
being in the outfield, kind of worried that that first game. Let me see if I can find that. Um, I could imagine. I, I was there opening day, and I talk about this a lot. I'll I'll probably never forget the way I felt hearing that they put Judge's numbers out there and that, you know, he didn't take the contract and he didn't want to talk to the media. And it's opening day. I'm like, way to ruin opening day. Way to sour opening day. You know, treat Judge like that. That's not right. But he knew he bet on himself. And uh, his family and friends told him he made the right decision. And he knows he did. He just had the most ridiculous season we've seen in a long time. And uh, he deserves what he, what he deserves to be paid. And that's why these guys hit free agency and they test the market. They owe it to the players before them, after them, the union. Uh, they owe it to their families to get the most money that they can get. It's simple. The Yankees have to ante up, but they don't have to break the bank. They don't have to go too far, right? There's other things that they can offer him. That captaincy and and just being in New York, there's just some skeleton keys to places that they can offer. There's uh, just some access and some different things, you know, different deals, right? Maybe the Yankees don't put all the millions in the contract, but maybe they set it up where he's got a million-dollar deal with Jordan Brand, right? I, I know he wants to be with Jordan Brand. He might already have that deal in the works and be waiting to sign his next contract to, contract to announce that he's officially with Jordan Brown, uh, Jordan Brown, Jordan Brand for around, I don't know, eight, eight more years for his uh, Yankee deal. You notice that? Jo- Judge has been wearing a lot of 13s. He's been wearing a lot of Jordans. If you, like, if you saw the picture of him at... The NYC Marathon with his wife, Samantha, he was wearing Jordan 13s. He might have a Jordan deal coming, but he also might have, I don't know, Jersey Mike's deal coming, an Oakley deal coming. Uh, those are companies that he's already worked with. Who knows what else? Like Any of these partners that the Yankees work with, Oris Watches, Bank of America, JBL, Delta. Why wouldn't Judge have a deal with them? Once he signs with the Yankees, why wouldn't he have some type of branding, advertising deal with all of these companies that can add to his worth, add to his value, add to the value that the New York Yankees possess? It's a gamble, man. It's a gamble. You sign these guys, you don't know what you're going to get. Just like the Brooklyn Nets signed Kevin Durant, Kyrie, they didn't know what they were going to get. They came in talking championships. They they didn't know what the Nets were going to be. Glenn is in Milford, Connecticut. Oh, I wanted to go to Glenn. Glenn wanted to talk about the Nets, but we do have to break in this next minute or two. There's not enough time, but Glenn, stay on the line. Let's take the break now. When we come back, we'll talk to Glenn. 877-337-6666. Keep McPherson on the fan. BRB. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.